Get your Xperia XZ Premium smartphone from Sony today. On plan or outright from Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, Optus, JB Hi-Fi and Sony. With world first smartphone technology like super slow motion video playback and 4K HDR screen that delivers lifelike colour and definition. A camera so advanced it captures images the human eye can't see. For details and T's and C's visit sonymobile.com forward slash AU. Merrickville 104.9 Triple M. Oh, it's Friday, Sydney, and I tell you what, I'll be gearing up for a couple of quiet ones tomorrow. Maybe I'll have a few more. Somebody who won't be will be Sam Mack. Hello. He's made the ridiculous decision to do the city to surf on Sunday. And that's one of the things that I don't think many people think about when they sign up to do it. Yep. They just Because they sign up, you know, months in advance. Gets to the weekend, they're like... Oh, I can't actually go to oh, that birthday Saturday yeah. night now because I'm going to be that guy. Well, I'm seeing a wedding tomorrow, so I'm just going, oh, no running for me on Sunday. I'm going to have a competition to see how much lying down I can do. So you, <laughs> Set a few whilst, PBs of yeah. that, will you? So whilst you're doing plopping your pants as you're running up Heartbreak Hill, think of me laying on the couch watching Saving Private Ryan for the hundredth time. <laughs> That's a fair point. You really have to think about your toilet strategy going into a long <laughs> yeah, distance run. That was something I never thought I'd have to think about in my life. You That's do. something that four-year-olds are supposed to be learning. It's <laughs> all right. We'll get you a little adult diaper to wear along the way. Sam, back with me this afternoon. Sam, it's great to see you just before uh, the weekend because, of course, you're in preparation now yeah. for one of the most medium events this country offers, <laughs> oh, the Sydney City to Surf. You know the thing that I've, the mistake that I've genuinely been making is not even realizing it until people correct me on it, telling people that this Sunday I'm doing a marathon. Oh. Mate, it's a fun run. It's a fun run. Oh, it's going to be people not... dressed as novelty-sized strawberries running Mate, this thing. it's not even a half marathon. It's, <laughs> it is, it's a family. And the other a terrible mistake you made is that you've been doing upper body work for the last six weeks. <laughs> Mate, your chest looks massive. Don't Thank get me wrong. Mate, you look, you oh, can walk not... into Stereo that... Sonic and restart it, but sadly, your legs have dwindled. <laughs> is that not how you train for no, a long run? No. <laughs> oh, but the guns are in great Mate, shape. the guns look fantastic. you're pumping with the arms. Yeah, yeah but you've, you've overloaded at the top end. Yeah. See, that's where you're wrong. It's more about how... It looks on Instagram. Yeah, mm. it's exactly right. Yeah. You're well, going to have no issues holding that generic finisher medal that everyone who yeah. does it gets at the end. Oh, shut oh, up, guys. I was feeling really optimistic about Sunday. <laughs> you just squashed my dreams. Um, I have done the City uh, to Surf. I'm not doing it this year. I did contemplate it, but I've got a wedding tomorrow, mm-hmm. and um, I don't I don't want to uh, run on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that simple. Um, I want to be in a condition where I'm not running on Sunday by having so much fun on Saturday. Uh, but I have done it before. I ran it in uh, just under 80 minutes. Which that's is, good, isn't it? That's yeah, pretty good. That's all right. It's 14Ks, but the uh, the heartbreak hill is an issue for you. Yeah, yeah. What what would be your advice? Because I, I imagine a lot of people you know who are doing mm. the run will be listening right now. Oh, okay. Advice well, for the hill. Okay. Advice for Hill, and this is for everybody who's running on uh, on the weekend, if you are. Uh, when you go up Heartbreak Hill, look at all the surrounding homes knowing you're never, ever <laughs> going to achieve anything like that. Because that really inspires you to get out of there. That's what yeah. I found. Get back to the West. Get back to the West. <laughs> have have a, a pitch at reality. Um, mate, yeah, I don't know. Liam's a really sporty kind of guy. Yeah, you'd never pick it looking he's, at him, would <laughs> He's only got little legs, but geez, they move. Well, no, Sam, I wanted to know if you've actually considered what is going to happen if you don't finish. Oh, yeah. That's massive. Because like, you're, you're an ambassador for the race, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Westpac Sam ambassador. So you're I'm doing this race. I'm also doing the race, the, the run in Adelaide, which is the city to bay. Mm. So I do feel a little bit of added pressure to you should. do a respectable, you know, get to the finish line at least. So I haven't mate, considered that until this very moment, to be honest. <laughs> mate, I'll tell you what, and I don't want to put you off, but I saw people, um, and I saw this in the half marathon when I did it last year, because uh, I'm an experienced runner now. Um <laughs> 
done two fun runs. Notice how he's managed to get a half marathon mention and the time he ran for the city of surfing there. Yeah, yeah. 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 They were good times, though. They were yeah. pretty decent. Um, but I had, I seriously did see people get to the top of Heartbreak Hill and then that was it. It's, you see people just all of a sudden. And they've got nothing else to mate, keep. And there's another hurt. hill, I'm told. There's a secret yeah, hill, like an is. Easter egg yeah. on a Sons DVD. bitches. <laughs> there's a what, secret hill. That's what got me. I got over Heartbreak Hill and went, oh, I'm all right now. And I was running along. <laughs> yeah. And I went down the hill and I went, oh, this is simple. I get down to Bondi. I'm going to crack a few cans. Oh, Jesus, there's another hill. No one ever mentioned the second hill. It's like The Bachelor, The Secret Garden. There's a secret hill you need to be aware of. And you, you've just reminded me, you are suffering from something that I've recently started to have early onset symptoms of. And it's called PRS, post-run smugness. It's oh, when you want to yeah. upload to Facebook, you want to tell people your split times, they don't oh, care. Yeah. You definitely have that. Mate, you, you've got to be careful, seriously, because the only thing, you can be fit, but if you have, are not used to the hills, then you might just do like a soft tissue injury that will just, that's all something small and you're, something. and you're done and you don't finish and if you don't finish a fun run Sam Mack from Channel 7 <laughs> ambassador of the city to serve if you don't finish the fun run and then a whole lot of MILFs overtake you <laughs> How are you going to feel? That's I mean, probably where I'd have the injury, but it would be a neck injury. <laughs> well, Sam, I found a story earlier this week, oh, and I thought, I thought I'd save it for you because yeah. we know that you're an ambassador. We knew you were going to be Thank on today. You. And I wanted to share this story with you because a 44-year-old runner who set himself the target of covering 10,000 kilometres over 100 days uh, running around Mumbai in India. Amazing. He was known as the Faith Runner, Samir Singh. Uh, he was jogging through the slums and commercial areas of the city using donated clothes and equipment and living on barely equivalent of four Australian dollars a day. This Incredible. guy's a legend. Yeah. Mm. hundred. So he's running a hundred kilometers every day for a hundred days. So 10,000 Ks in total, Sam, in a hundred days. That's incredible. Got to the final day and collapsed with 36 oh, kilometers to oh, go. Oh no. So he didn't, he didn't finish. Oh no. Really? <laughs> no. 36. He was so close. <laughs> yeah. So close. Yep. And what was it? He just literally yeah. fell in a heap or he had an injury? Or... Uh, he'd lost about 12, kilo, uh, 12 kilos and he was suffering stomach problems, viral fevers and blisters <laughs> and not a MILF to be seen. No. So, <laughs> no, no. And then the tiger from Life of Pi killed him. <laughs> so it was an extraordinarily bad day for the man. Like, I mean, just, it, did, it just didn't work out. Isn't that incredible though? Yeah. Like, talk about getting close to the line and then not, you know, getting it. Last year when I did the... Um, the half marathon. I saw people in the last probably two or three k's when it was. Mm. I was to be honest, mate. I was really burning up, and it was. I was in trouble. And if somebody said to me, "You have to do another five k's," I reckon I would have been in strife. Does that spur you on when you see someone who hasn't made it? Damn or... right. <laughs> and you know the problem is, you can imagine me just just barely holding it together, but still managing to. And what's what's <laughs> as I'm ready for, sucked in. Usually, unlike Merrick, what's worse in those final few? <laughs> what's what's worse in those final kilometers, Sam? Is that normally that's when you feel your worst, and everyone around you gets super supportive. Like, come oh, on, mate, yeah, keep yeah, going, and yeah. you're just thinking, shut up, leave me alone. Yeah, I just want to. How dare finish. you put your positive energy on me? I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> That's why I run all of these events on my own. No one ever wants to run with me. One triple three five three. Let's open up the phones to make mm. Sam a little bit scared. Let's uh, brace him with the the realities of uh, of failed events. Have you failed to cross the finishing line? Now you might be a professional athlete or a semi professional athlete, mm. an enthusiast. But sometimes people just don't finish. And one of the ways they don't finish, Sam, is sometimes they just poo themselves. That's a, that's a, th 
Mate, it's happened to a friend of ours, Mickey D. He talked about it. Really? Yeah. Marathon blop. Toilet strategy is one Come of the on. key things I'm really paying attention to heading Toilet into this. massive. Yeah. Massive. It's all I considered <laughs> when I went for a run. Um, one, triple, three, five, three. When have you failed to cross the finishing line? And it could have been a car. It could have been running. It could have been a walk. It could have been anything at all. It doesn't matter. Just want to hear its stories. I like I it. Sam. Toilet strategy is so crucial because there's a major difference between a fun run and fun runs. <laughs> <laughs> Taking your calls on one triple three five three about when you failed to cross the finish line. Because Sam Max with me today, he's going to be running in the city to surf on Sunday. Mm. Now, normally, Sam, as you know, when we do call outs on the show, the phones go nuts. Yeah. Right. Uh, we've got a really active audience. People really like to be involved. Not as many people here uh, calling. Are you today. saying uh, that's because I'm no, no, here? No, or no, 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 that the audience. All oh, right. So high achievers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, high They're not like you. They they, <laughs> they finish. See, they I didn't think things. that I would come in here and have a couple of you know people who I thought were friends, um, basically willing me to that fail. Was your first well, that, that's really yeah. You're really like pushing me to like, failure. This, this studio is like a coliseum. You just walk around waiting to be attacked by a lion, stabbed by a gladiator. Grant Daniels come in here once and never again. No, no, I threw a net over him, stabbed him with a trident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to some calls about when you've failed to cross a finishing line. We've got Ian in Cumberland Ridge. Hello, mate. Hey, TFIF boys. Yeah, hey, Ian. Hey, mate. All right, Ledger, when have you finished a fail? Oh, Grafton Bridge to Bridge water ski race many years back. We're 400 metres from the finish line. I was skiing, just skied 100 kilometres, busted oh. my ass. Oh. And then boat hiccuped, ran out of fuel. Oh, so it wasn't even your fault. <laughs> nah. Oh, did you get a spare? Was it who, technically Ian? Whose responsibility is that? The boat, the boat owner and driver, or is it you as the ski to ensure that there's enough fuel in the oh. bloody boat? End of the day, mate. It's the whole crew. You got to take the wrap. Ian, how um, how far short were you? Four hundred meters. Four hundred oh. meters out did, of hundred. Did you case. swim it? Did you just swim it so you could finish? No, you you technically got to be on top of the water to finish the race. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, mate. You know what? Oh, don't ask him, mate. We were busting big time. <laughs> and, and Ian, and like the when you start to get like you know ninety odd k's of water skiing, I pr- presume it's your ass and the backs of your legs that would just be burning the, at that stage, wouldn't it? Mate, when you get about forty k's into the race, your lactic acid kicks in, your legs just go to jelly. Right, mm. and so we, and then we. When you finished a, a race like that on water skiing, because I've never been water skiing, what's what's the most painful area? Is it your shoulders and your arms, or is it your ass? Um, <laughs> mate, mainly your legs. Your yeah. legs just get smashed big time. Um, yeah. But yeah, your upper body as well. The whole every you mate, you're using ninety eight percent of muscles in your body to do the race. So, what did you say to you know old mate in charge of the boat? Like, did you sort of broach the topic gently, or or were you in the water? basically shouting at him. What, what happened as that moment occurred? Uh, there was a lot of four-letter words involved. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Good. And um, a lot of punch in the water. And the, <laughs> yeah, and the list went on and on. <laughs> 400 metres short after the, after standing upright for over 99 yeah. k's. Uh, Ian, we're going to send you the details for a guy in India. You guys can have a pity party. <laughs> and by the way, punching the water never looks tough. No. Like, you feel tough. You're like, yeah, I'll show you. But you're just having a little splash party in the bath. <laughs> With your rubber ducky here. <laughs> All right, let's get to Scott at Hurstville. Hello, Scotty. 
G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, really good. All right. We're trying to scare Sam Mack about uh, failing to achieve, failing to cross the finishing line as he attempts the Sydney to surf on sure. Sunday. I can help out there, mate. This was actually Sydney to surf. Um, me and a few of my mates were in it. We aren't great, you know, great runners necessarily, but we're in it for the fun of it. You know, we're in that dressed up section. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and he was just as pushing up the heartbreak hill, and I said, come on, you can get up there, mate. And everything he had last night started coming out his rear end. <laughs> oh, I'm really worried so, about this. Hey, what, what were you guys dressed as? Uh, luckily, I was a gorilla. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, but gorillas throw nun. that around he, normally. He was, a, <laughs> yeah, he was a nun, mate. He was a nun. <laughs> so oh, the my white God. Ca- the white cassock is not a good thing with um, you know, no. with was, brown it, thrown in as a colour. It became the brown nun. You know, sometimes, yeah. you know, like sometimes it, it you see nuns and their habits are black and white, and they look like yep. penguins. And then every now and yep. again, you see a brown nun. It was the it, it was well, he the brown a, he nun. Wasn't a, he wasn't a flying nun, mate. He was definitely uh, the stinking nun. Oh. <laughs> I'm guessing that that clip didn't make the news highlights that night. Well, we hope not. Now, uh, we, we weren't game enough to even check it out. Scotty, night, you, tell you. well, as someone who's been on the wrong end of a toilet strategy, Sam needs needs to know what is the toilet mm. strategy leading into the city to Yeah, yeah. Please. Well, I reckon the only way you can stop something like that, mate, is cork. Cork? <laughs> wow. Cork. That's, that's a bit more adventurous than I'm normally into. <laughs> don't tell me you don't own a butt plug. <laughs> Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. Adam McDougall is the health hacker. Health hacking is simply hacking into the tools, tricks, and routines of the healthiest, happiest, and most successful people in the world and applying these little tricks and routines into your own life. I'm a health hacker because I've been a professional athlete for 20 years, but I've also combined my experience as an athlete with my university studies, from economics to nutrition and sports science, with the practical application that I achieved as an athlete to help people hack into their health. In each episode, I'm going to share with you the tools, tricks, and routines of the healthiest, happiest, and most successful people in the world. You can hack into your own health and live a happier and healthier life. The Health Hacker with Adam McDougall. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Can we not have spelling games in the show anymore, please? Like, <laughs> that just did my head in. Sam Mack with me this afternoon. Great to have your company. Big thanks to Xperia XZ Premium Smartphone from Sony. Very shortly, we're actually going to be checking in with somebody who can help out Sam over the weekend, a uh, absolute professional runner. Robert D. Costella is yeah. going to join us online to give you some advice on how not to poop your pants when you're running. What an icon he is. Yeah, that's exactly what I need from him, actually. Mm. Um, you know, he is, he's a legend. We all love Robbie. And he, um, he's been doing Movember since 1972. <laughs> he's ahead of the curve. He actually he went to Movember and said, what do you reckon about this? What do you want to do that? And they said, we reckon we could make a charity. Then he goes, do whatever you like. I'm there for that. Terrific bloke. We'll be checking in with him shortly. Uh, next week, I'm, I'm just. this is like a little bit of a tease. Next week, I'll get something very special, Sam. Mm. Um, and it has got to do with beer. I'm going to I'm gonna release the details after five. So be listening in after five today. Yep. A very exciting beer journey. A beer journey? Mm, a beer so journey. I'm just thinking pub crawl? Is that, is that a fancy way of saying pub crawl? I can't give away the details, but we're going to go on a tour to a brewery. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like you just gave us the details. <laughs> Hang on a second. Did I just give away all the... 
I just gave away all of the details. We'll give away what little details are left after five o'clock. <laughs> okay. But well, all you need is a catchy surprise. name for but it now. Jewelry. Oh, there's, there's well, there that's detail. all the details. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so no need to tune in after five now. If you wish to go home, oh, I totally understand. On. Tune in after five because I won't be here. There yeah. you go. There's okay. an And to find out how to come on the tour. Okay. But in preparation for this announcement that we just gave away, <laughs> yep. uh, I've prepared a beer quiz Great. for you, gentlemen. We're so um, excited about this. Yeah. All right. And it's so your name is your buzzer. Yep. Um, you just want to test your buzzer? Sam. Merrick. Yep, They're winning buzzer. already. Boom. Right. Okay. Hey, take that. Here we go. <laughs> One nil. Beer quiz. Feel free to play along. Here we go. <laughs> Beer is the third most consumed beverage in the world behind what? Sam. Yes, Sam. Coca-Cola. Merrick. That's an incorrect sound effect. Merrick. Oh. Yes, Merrick. Merrick. Water. And? Uh, Sam. Watermelon uh, breezer. <laughs> <laughs> Watermelon, water, passing watermelon. Uh, water, water, and, and tea. And, and tea, and tea. Yeah. I was about okay, to say so, tea. so Merrick didn't get both there. No, so he didn't. Still one nil. Awesome. So half a point for Merrick. No, okay. Half a point. Next question. Name three ways you can get a craving for a VB. Merrick, you can get it uh, working a plough. Yes. <laughs> you can get it. Uh... Oh. <laughs> Time's up. Get to open it up to Sam. Sam, oh. you can get it milking a cow. Yep, I need one more. Sam, matter of fact, I got it now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> rhymes. You can get it riding, you can get it sliding, you can get it coming on about four, oh, walking, what? talking, working a plough, digging, rigging. Digging, rigging. Yep. Well, what's at one point each then? Okay. Yep. Mate, these are beer-related questions. I thought it was going to be like, Merrick, how many schooners can you have in five minutes? <laughs> I thought it was be like some Really like specific that. question about you. Yeah, All right, well, next okay, question. Here right. we go. Okay, that's half so you're on, what, you're on half point I'm half point in front. You are... <laughs> <laughs> what beer-related record did former Prime Minister Bob Hawke once Merrick. set? Oh. Yeah, Uggle, Merrick got him Uggle first. Uggle Skulled it in record time. That's correct. correct. Bang! Well done. Well done, and he, for an extra point, Mez, yes. the time he did it in? Uh, he did it in 2.5 seconds. No, he did it in 11 seconds. Yeah, 11 seconds. Yeah. It was 2.5 pints of beer oh, he did in 11 5. seconds. Okay, all right. So there all you right, go, kids, if half. you want to be a future right. Prime Minister, you work on those times. <laughs> yeah. But drink responsibly, please. Imagine, sh- can you imagine Malcolm Turnbull trying to go to the ugly yard no, glass? Well, remember- first of all, it'd be a Pinot. Uh, yeah, yeah it exactly. Would not be remember Tony Abbott tried to do it down at the Royal Oak in Double Bay oh. and he had to stop halfway yeah. through it. It was they just had, a pint. They had to edit the video. Like, you know, it's a cut to like four minutes later. There's a reason that bloke's not the PM anymore. Where, and that's part of it. Where in Australia would you find the oldest brewery still in operation? Sam. Yes, Sam. Oh, I'm going to say, um, oh, no, nah, this is a bad answer. Oh, I reckon, just, I know. For some reason I thought of little creatures, but it's not nah, that Merrick. old. Cascade Brewery in Tasmania. Correct. Oh, Merrick, really taking that? a strong lead here. Because I like beer more than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most hurtful thing right. anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> I seem to be such an arsehole. I was like, I like it more than you do. Who cares? I'll try and bring you back right. into it here, Sam. A South Australian walks into a pub here in Sydney. They ask for a schooner, but in Sydney sizing, what Merrick. are Sam, a pint. Oh. <sighs> Incorrect. What? Uh, um, a midi. Correct. Yes. Oh, for a minute. He's, He's back. He's back. All right. This one is for all the marbles. Listen to this uh, beer commercial from the from 1980 and sing the next line. How do you feel? On the very last ball and only a six will save the day. How do you feel when the ball is filled with pickets on the way? Sam. How do you feel? How do you feel? Sam Mack? What by Gangnam Style? No, I wasn't born. I have no idea. I wasn't even born. There's any thoughts? Oh, no, I'll give the points to that. Yes. 
I feel like a two is or two. I feel like a two is. Well done. I feel like yeah. a two is. I feel like a two is or two. Yeah, but I like Sam's answer more. He can take the points. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Any... Cheers. Have a beer. Got a cracking bloke with us too. Sam Max also here, but on... <laughs> Ouch. online Ouch. world champion marathon runner Robert De Costello. Welcome yeah, to the show, Chicks. Hi, Merrick. How are you? Very good indeed, mate. I know that you've been uh, training our very own Sam Mack for the um, the ruthless track that is 14 kilometres <laughs> in the city to surf on the weekend. 14, 14 kilometres of pain and suffering, but, <laughs> but, but celebration and, and fun. <laughs> mate, how's he, how's he looking? He's only run 9Ks uh, to any great lengths recently, so how will he traverse the 14Ks, you reckon? Well, look, I, I caught up. I caught up with Sam down at Bondi on uh, Wednesday morning, and, and had a, a, a bit of a chat to him about his training. He's been training for three weeks, mm. and that's that's um, <laughs> ambitious. That's my that's my first mistake, <laughs> yeah. is it, Rob? <laughs> but but I, I watched him do a couple of run throughs, and um, watched him do that the last fifty meters crossing the the finish line, and his arms went up, and he. Celebrate. So he's got, he's got that bit right. That's crucial, so isn't it? He's just got to figure out how, how to get from the city out to Bondi, and I think he'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, there's a little thing called Uber. It'll be fine. <laughs> now, Sam told me that uh, he was being trained by Robert De Costello, which I'm uh, very happy to hear. But I, I, I've got to be honest, I'm just a little bit suspicious. Can we just make sure that you're not actually just David Kosh? Uh, <laughs> you sound a little we've bit like Koshy. We've got the same barber, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Koshy's wife. <laughs> uh, Rob, can I ask you one of these stories? Or one of the, one of the stories, one of the issues that has been discussed on the show today, and I've I've had this with uh, friends of mine who are long distance runners, is the um, preparation uh, so you don't have a, a bowel evacuation <laughs> mid run. Well, that's that, that's very that's very important. I mean, there, there will be portaloos out there, so. So in the worst case scenario, there's uh, there are things you can do out there, mm. but but the advice I gave to Sam the other day was go early and go often. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good life advice, and I love yep. that we've got um, you know one of Australia's great marathon champions on here to talk about portaloos at the city. No, 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 I'm going to I'm going to make important things. I'm going to take really it. Oh, don't worry, big issues. I'm going to take it lower than that. I think everybody knows it. Robert De Gastella, have you ever yourself had an issue where you couldn't make it to the portaloo during a race <laughs> well without going into details the, the short answer is is yes oh no oh, wow. but 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 i still managed to go on and win so that was the main thing Mate, and the fastest, the fastest 100 metres was from the finish line to the showers. <laughs> the sad thing is it was only a 100-metre race. <laughs> hey, I've got to share with you, and, and Rob knows about this, I've got to share with you my secret weapon, which I've brought in today. I'm just going to grab that. Just give me a moment. I'm just going to grab okay. that. <laughs> this, this is going to be... Basically, Rob DiCostella um, has agreed to be my mentor. And um, he can't be there on the day with me running, so it's all about me running by myself. But then I thought... Look, I want a slice of Rob with me every step of the way. So, oh. And I'm actually taking this on the day. I've created something. If you something. pull out a pair of his underpants, <laughs> I'm going to be you <laughs> snowdropper. I've created something called Robot DeCostella. Okay, oh so this God. is a robot based on Rob DeCostella. As you can see, it's oh full my robot God. And you it do comes too. complete with three motivational phrases from the man himself. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, so picture the robot. We've got Rob's face on it. Yeah, and this is what it's I'll legit. Be, as I'm about to do Heartbreak Hill, this is legitimately what I will play as I'm running. 
Sam, if you're huffing and puffing, you're going too fast. Short strides up the hill, lengthening the stride going down. Sam, don't dare disgrace the Dick Estella name. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I can't believe the effort he's gone to, Robert. It is, yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's a bit questionable. I mean, it's it's unfair performance assistance. But, but I think when, when it comes when it comes to Sam's, Sam's preparation, he needs he needs to uh, do everything he can. Oh. And uh, it's wonderful. I'm actually really pleased to support Sam. I mean, he's doing such a great job supporting the Westpac Foundation, and yep. the Westpac Foundation is one of the supporters of, uh, of our Indigenous Marathon Project, and, and we've got uh, 11 of our, our Indigenous runners that are preparing for New York. Uh, they've had a little bit of a longer preparation than Sam. They've been training since about May this year. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, but Rob, not but one of them has a robot running, design, have they? Running, <laughs> no, they haven't got the robot no. beside them, but uh, they'll be running the full New York City Marathon wow. uh, off from zero from zero to to New York in in about six months, so I think it's almost as ambitious and chal- and, and uh, challenging as what what Sam's doing. But it's uh, great to support Sam because the Westpac Foundation, such a a great uh, a great organisation, has contributed about thirty million dollars to to charities um, over the the last um, you know the last couple of decades. I so love hearing great. that. I it love he- I love hearing that they're getting behind Indigenous communities to help them to achieve, and obviously what those Indigenous runners uh, lack in having a robot they make up for with natural ability. So, I mean, let's just, let's just, let's just hope that that's enough to get them there. I mean, I met, lack I of met robots. some of the runners with Rob um, the other day and they are brilliant. Like, I'm yeah. so excited for them. And the other great thing about it, Rob, is the flow on that goes to their communities as 100%. well. So they, they're role models now to their communities right yep. around Australia. So yep. very Love proud it. with Westpac to be doing that. But Rob, any final words? We've got a lot of people who'd be listening right now who are running it on Sunday. Any final tip or two that we can pass on? Well, look, I mean, it's it's one, it's probably one of the, if not the biggest fun run in the world or run in the world. You know, 80,000 people coming out and it's become incredibly iconic. This is the 47th year. So I think the big the big message is is to have a have a good time and enjoy it. It's not the sort of event you go into to to you know sort of run PBs and super fast times because the the crowd and everything can yeah. be pretty hectic out there. Yeah. Um, but you know a, a couple of little bits of advice. I mean it's going to be a beautiful day. I think a top of 22 degrees. So so you know but still make sure you're well hydrated when you go to the finish line. Um, you know so don't go out partying all night the night before. Yeah. Um, because you want to you want to get down to the start line early. You don't want to be racing around and being frantic. So get your number early. Go down to the expo. Uh, soak up the atmosphere. If you and do go to the expo, don't don't buy a brand new pair of Asics and turn up on Sunday morning with them. Uh, so make sure you, you wear gear that you've worn worn before and worn in, and um, and start off start off gently. You know, sort of yep. you want to be able to finish strong. It's a downhill start, um, and then you, you turn up the little bit of a, a hill. Uh, and make sure before you go through the tunnel, you turn around and have a look because it is one of the most spectacular sights. It's like you know a, a million ping pong balls of all different colours yeah. bouncing bouncing down William Street, uh, and it's a it's a vision that you'll you'll remember forever. So it's a celebration of uh, of Sydney. Uh, it's a celebration of health and, and fitness and vitality and, and just soak up the atmosphere and have a great time. Robert DeCasella, they are all very, very good points. I think you might have left out two very, very interesting tips that you need for this weekend if you are running. Number one, quickly grow a moustache. Number two, don't shit yourself. So, <laughs> Robert DeCastella, mate, thank you very much Thanks, for being Rob. on the program today. Sam Mack, best of luck for Sunday. I hope you absolutely throttle it. And if not, I hope you break down and it's ironically on Channel 7 News. That would just be the 
sweetest thing. My pleasure, guys. And good luck to everyone running on Sunday. Yep. See you there. Yeah, and registrations for the City Surf uh, presented by Westpac are still open until 5 p.m. tomorrow. So if you've, if we've inspired you in with our toilet break uh, talk, <laughs> good on Westpac too. That's great that they're supporting yeah, the indigenous cultures like that. Job. Love that work. Good on you. Well, we're into round 23 of the NRL, and tonight, of course, the Triple M Grill Team, Ryan Girdler and Dan Ganeim will be doing the... Just call them the Grill Team? What did I call Grill Team? Call yeah. Team, sorry. The Triple yeah. M Call Team. Well, easy mistake to make. At least I didn't call it the Nova Call Team. Well, you just did. Well, yeah, but as an example, at least I didn't call it the Today FM Call Team. <laughs> there isn't one. Keep digging, Miz. I'm not going to... Okay. Anyway... Uh, our very own Dan Ganane and Ryan Girdle will be joining us from 6pm live from ANZ Stadium tonight to call the first game, the Eels versus the Knights. But we're just checking in with the boys a little bit early because we've obviously got to get the communications up, don't we, Liam? We've got to yep. get our lines up, as they say, mm-hmm. so that I can speak to the boys live at the stadium via technology. And we just thought we would see what the boys are talking about. We said, you know what? They're probably just right now in a huddle just going, I'll tell you who's going to win tonight. This is the reason why. Just footy talk, footy talk, footy talk, footy talk, footy talk. Ryan Girdler, dang it, ain't just footy talk. No, what were they talking about? I thought margarine was all the go. No. People know it's full of chemicals. Do they? I think so. <laughs> they might know, but do they care, Dan? Because, you know, butter's good. margarine's a lot more cost-effective. You just always <laughs> are. Yeah. Sense. I, oh, I mean, you're in the eastern suburbs. There's probably a small area there of margarine on display, but you go out west. No one I eats mean, margarine you know, where I live, mate, nor where you live. You think anyone's eating margarine? And we have to bring it down there because... <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Oh. You two talking about the validity of margarine versus butter, <laughs> east versus west. No, let's talk about this. When was the last time you saw a Meadow Lee commercial? True. Yeah, true. Well, it's not as relevant as it... You know, we all ate margarine as kids. Well, yep. Mez being from... Uh, Mez, yep. do you know what margarine is? I yeah. mean, have you ever tasted it? Yeah, You're yeah. All over it? No, margarine? we don't need it. We don't have margarine in my house. We don't need it. We, no, we just eat they, old school uh, butter. West, in the west, they don't do. Oh, okay. It. Same as the east. Same as where you are. It's, it's much easier to spread the margarine, though, isn't it, than the well, butter? When I was a boy. Okay, hold when, on. When, no. Hang on a second. We when were I laughing at Dan and Gertz no. for having this conversation and in the first place, conversation. and now we're continuing the conversation. Yeah, but this show's so no, ridiculous that it makes sense to have a conversation about the validity of margarine. Boys, I don't know about you, but in my household when I was a kid, margarine was what, like, wealthy people ate. Like, if you if you had a good house with good food and <laughs> you had margarine, we didn't have yeah. margarine. We only had butter. We had no option. We thought that was the POV option. <laughs> and now things have changed. Now butter is the expensive yeah. option. Oh, when you've got a cow out the backyard like Dan used to have, I mean, oh, yeah. straight do the butter. So, oh, talk unpasteurized about milk. Like that, <laughs> straight out of the teeth, Dan. <laughs> They've broken up and she now has her own place. You <laughs> should hear what she says about me. Uh, <laughs> but just oh. know that that was t- recorded without our consent. Yes. And yeah. there will be consequences. Is that legal? Uh, no. You know what? It's not legal. Uh-huh. You actually have to ask someone if you if they're on the phone, for instance, mm. do you consent to this? I believe mm. there have been precedents set with a certain Peter Sterling in previous years of the rush hour down Ganane that we can go back to if necessary. Oh, we're going to play that game, are we? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play this game. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, fellas, we're running out of time. Um, yeah. So the Eels are playing the Knights tonight. We'll uh, check in from six. <laughs> Okay, thank you guys. See you, boys. Okay, uh, no, it's really quick, very oh. quickly, boys, because I I probably spent too much time talking about margarine. Uh, yeah. The Eels are uh, striking a bit of form tonight. They probably won't expect too much of a hurdle from the Knights. But long term, I mean, only a few weeks out from finals, do you think the Eels might actually have something, you know, up their sleeve, something to surprise all the punters? Well, I don't think it'll surprise too many people anymore, Mez. Six in a row. Tonight will be seven if they go on to beat the Knights. And the Knights, well, they won't be a walkover. They've won their last two. And 
Uh, look, they've certainly gone up in uh, in weight tonight in coming up against an inform uh, Red Hot Eels outfit. But, you know, they're a pretty well-coached side, the Knights. They, they stick within their sort of the game plan well. They kick well. They do the fundamentals pretty well. I think the Eels will obviously test them in the back half of the game when they get a little bit tired and probably lack that little bit of experience. And the Eels will probably throw too much at them defensively. But um, I would imagine that it will kind of be a really close first half and the Eels will kick on and get it done in the back end. Eels have proven they can beat anyone. But can they blow a team away? Because their forward against is pretty shoddy. Yeah. Now, the aim here is just to win. just to Because if they win, Brisbane and Cronulla play uh, next at 8 o'clock mm. and someone's going to lose or if mm. it's a, whatever. Parramatta's yep. going to overtake at least one I'll of those teams. So they're going to be top four. They haven't finished in the top four in 12 years, I believe. So th- mm. this is huge stuff for the Eels. And can I say very quickly, I think we can actually have a half-decent crowd. They put out a uh, bit of social media. Uh, uh, Brad Arthur put out a note for you to show your boss to get off work early. It's a very cute idea. Well, bloody hell, I think it it's might worked. work because there's a few people here. You know what's great, fellas, and I'm sure you'll agree, was a year or two ago, you know, it, it, things were looking pretty dire for the Eels as a club. You know, administratively, a lot of problems, you know, problems with, with players uh, coming and going. And, you know, it looked as though they were in some real trouble. It's great to see that, that a league club, because it sets an example to all clubs, that you can have strife. You yep. can have, you know, some pretty rocky seas, but you can come back and you can put yourself in a position where you can be competitively looking towards a premiership. Yeah, you just got to have the right people in the right places, Mez. And I think not just on a player's front, and that's what we see week in, week out, but I think Brad Arthur, you've got to take your hat off to what he's done. And obviously they brought in Bernie Gurr of late as well. Yeah. And ever since sort of he got involved, that part, the administration part, the the the, the retaining of, of certain players, mm. and then obviously going out into the market and bringing the right people to the club, like, you know, Nathan Brown, who's probably almost been the buyer of the year. And just, you know, some of those little subtle things behind the scenes that Parramatta have done over the past, you know, 12 months, as well as what they've done, you know, on the training paddock and then week in, week out on the playing field. Yeah, there's a lot of guys uh, at senior level for the, the Eels that should, uh, yeah, really take a bow. Well, well, and, they, and, they, and they used to be, remember, Gerds, every week there'd be a, Story leaked from within Parramatta. It doesn't happen anymore. They've cleaned out yeah, all yeah. the dead wood. Let's yep. put it this way. They used to be margarine. Now they're butter. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the best way to tie it off. Boys, just very, very quickly, because we've spent too much time talking about spreads you can put on uh, toast and not enough time uh, talking about actual games. But very quickly, the Broncos versus the Sharks tonight. That is going to be Titanic. Yeah, look, I like the Sharks tonight. Uh, Maloney comes back. Gallon's 300th. And um, I, I think they might go up there and get the job done. I wouldn't be shocked either. Mm. Yeah, that's a good. It'll be an upset, but I, yeah, I, I like. The Porkies fight. have Brisbane rampant favourites, but geez, for me that's fifty-fifty. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be tuning into that. The second game will be broadcast as well. But we'll see you boys from six pm tonight as you call the Eels versus the Knights game live from ANZ. See you then, boys. See you, boys. See you guys. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. The next billion seconds are the most important in human history as technology transforms the way we live and work. The smartphone, barely a decade old, has given billions access to information and capacities they've never had before. It's changing what we can do, and it's changing the shape of the future. So what does that future look like? Hi, I'm Mark Pesci, the host of The Next Billion Seconds, a new show on Podcast One. Join me as I speak to some of the brightest minds shaping that world. The people who are spending their lives forming that future. We'll hear about their work in helping shape those next billion seconds. Listen at podcastone.com.au or on the Podcast One app.
104.9 Triple M. Yeah, get your Xperia Exit Premium smartphone today from Sony on plan or outright from all telco carriers, JB Hi-Fi and Sony. I've been talking about it for the last half an hour or so because I'm very excited because uh, I've set up a little bit of a thing to do next week. It starts on Monday. Merrick's Tourie of a Brewery. If you don't drink beer with food, I bought one. Thank you, Al-Qaeda, frankly. Oh. Perhaps a bit extreme, miss. Too much. Merrick's taking you to Wayward Brewing Company Sunday, August 20, 104.9 Triple M. The Wayward Brewing Company is in Camperdown, and we are going to get a tour of a brewery. Because literally, this is what happened. We were sitting around talking about beer, which happens pretty much every day here. And I said I was really fascinated to see how they make beer, because I've made homebrew before, and most people have. But to actually go around a, a proper brewery, have a look around, and then do some samples. Samples sound good, don't they? That was the main part of it. Well, I think we actually started with the sampling first and then worked back, didn't we? <laughs> it sounds like an idea you came up with while having some samples. It's exact, I think that's exactly what happened. I think there were some samples. And I thought, <laughs> how could I get into a position where work could pay me to have some more samples? Yeah. And then we came up with the idea of the tourery. That's right. Next Sunday, we will be heading to the uh, Camperdown Brewing site of Wayward Brewing Company, where we're going to be joined by master brewer Peter Phillip. He's going to take us on a tour through the brewery. I want you guys to come. All the details will be... We'll give you the chance to win. Yep. You'll find out how to win. Make sure you're listening next Monday from 4. Yeah, and you'll be able to bring a friend with you. Small group of people. No tools. Other than me. Because I don't want to be outshone by anyone. So only one dickhead in every group, me. And uh, then we're going to go around and do a tour. And it's going to be great fun. We've got Peter on the line now. Peter Phillip is the uh, brewmaster there at Wayward Brewing Company. G'day, mate. How are you? Hey, Merrick. How are you going? Really good, mate. First of all, what's the number one mistake that home brewers make, you reckon, when they're making beer? Well, well I, I, I want to know what your beer tastes like. What my beer tastes like? It tastes, well, you said you were a home brewer, weren't you? I used to I used to do home brew, and it was pretty ordinary. <laughs> really high, yeah, al- really high alcohol content, yeah, Peter. Yeah. Really trying, low on taste. Trying to put too much sugar in it to make the alcohol content higher. Well, look, I mean, brewing is a really, really complicated thing. Um, I always say, um, you know what? If you really, really, really mess it up and you don't follow the exact recipe, you're going to end up with beer. <laughs> so basically anybody can do it That's what I was hoping When you do a, a tour there at the brewery I mean, do, when do you start sampling? Um, is it is that... Mate, mate, we're, 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 always, we're always drinking um, um, So I'm sitting around with uh, It's Friday afternoon So you've caught me at a bad time Or a good time mm-hmm. Because I'm sitting around with a few of my mates Who are uh, fellow brewers mm-hmm. In the inner west And uh, we're all having a beer what are you having? Um, so what type of what type, in the brewery. what type of beer do you beer brewers like? What's what's your, your poison? Look, I, I think I think if you brew beer, you uh, especially independent uh, beer, you like all different styles. So uh, tonight we've been sampling beers, everything from a ten percent Doppelbach to a four uh, percent uh, pale ale. So um, it's it's all been. Pretty uh, interesting tonight. A friend of mine said that he was at your brewery recently, and he said that he he tried a, a sample of a, an oatmeal beer. Is that right? Yeah. So we've got a uh, an oatmeal. Pe- well, actually, you know, I'm I'm actually drinking. So we're drinking. Um, <laughs> so, I want to so, be there. Uh, 
unfortunately, guys, I've got a couple of loud mates with me. I've got uh, <laughs> Richard Adamson, who's the owner of, of Young Henry. Yes. And uh, big and, fan. Uh, <laughs> and Andrew and Chris who are the owners of Batch Brewery with me, and we're all drinking that oatmeal pale ale uh, as we speak. So it's an oatmeal. Uh, <laughs> Peter, you can't see this right now, but Merrick is literally considering a career change in his head sitting at the desk right now. It's, it's not even considering. It's considered and it's done. Basically, like they're having a great time. The only difference between my job and your job is that you're allowed to drink on your job. Otherwise, it just sounds like good times and a lot of talking shit. No, nobody can see what you're drink what, what you're doing on the radio. Though. Yeah, so you can true. You can get you guys can be pissed out of your brains. Yeah, true. Look, I'm I'm looking forward to bringing down some people. Uh, not not this Sunday, Sunday the twentieth, uh, down to the Wayward Brewing Company, where we're going to uh, learn about beer making from the experts and uh, have a few samples. A few so samples. Merrick, we're, we're, we're actually we're actually neighbours. You, you live in uh, at, um, Lilyfield, and I'm yes. uh, Leichhardt, uh, Leichhardt local, so. You're you're a local to the brewery. Yeah, it's all, it's almost as though we found a brewery that a brewery that I could walk home from. Is or that crawl, depending on <laughs> what so, state you finish? Yeah, mate. There was there was exactly. talk of going to one in Newcastle, and I was like, I can't walk from Newcastle. <laughs> I can't walk from Newcastle. <laughs> Mate, mate, mate you, you, you should be in here every uh, every uh, weekend. You know. are spot oh, on, Peter. There, you Peter. don't know what you've just done. Oh, that is an open invitation if I've <laughs> ever heard one. That's like, you know how they say vampires have to be invited yes, in? You've, you've just... just done that. Oh. oh, Peter, you do not know what you've done. <laughs> I will catch up with you next Sunday uh, with a group of people who will be joining me on a tour, a tour of a brewery at the Wayward Brewing Company. Listen in from Monday for your chance to join me. Well, it's been a big week in Sydney, and as usual, it's time to call a meeting at the Merrickville Council Chambers to vote on which suburb gave us the best call this week. After news that Sydney's new trains are too long and too wide for some existing tracks, we wanted to know what was Sydney's worst cocker, and there was no shortage of responses. Uh, it's got to be the Northwest Railing. The internet in oh, this oh. city. Yeah, the Sydney Opera House. The monorail. The desalination plant. We also had no shortage of calls for band names. Dion in Manly set the tone. I think we were coming into where we were playing for the, the night and we hadn't settled on a name and basically we came up with it. And? Rear access denied. And Dan and Cornell lowered it. Well, it was in uh, high school and uh, we caught our band uh, Preciality and the Altar Boys. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've given you a glimpse into some of our residents' minds, we think it's okay to allow Max from Penrith to tell us what he tasted. Uh, a bit of a weird one, but uh, human flesh. Oh, come off it. So I was uh, over in India for a little while visiting some family. And uh, a cousin took me out to one of the temples and didn't tell me what it was until after I ate it. What does it taste like? Actually, it's pretty good. You're not I'm right, 100%. Max. No, you're not right, 100%. Max. But after the council voted, re-voted, had a smoko, and then voted some more, the winning suburb this week is... Broken Hill, where Tony somehow managed to top even that. Moved to Sydney from Broken Hill. My wife made this beautiful egg and potato salad for dinner. I go to bed, she said, oh, Anthony's booty snappy, she cleaned him up in the, on our bed. And off she goes, and I came and I saw this yellow ball there on the bed, and I thought, oh, one of the egg yolks. So I ate it, she comes back, oh, where's that bit of food that I left from Anthony's nappy? <laughs> it actually tasted my son's poo. But at least he connected with Merrick. You take care, you got a great show, I'm really proud of you. Oh, thanks, Tone. Good on you, mate. No one has ever said that to me in this station. I've never heard anybody ever say to me, I'm proud of you. Love you, Tone. 
Get your Xperia XZ Premium Smartphone from Sony today. On plan or outright. From Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, Optus, JB Hi-Fi and Sony. With world first smartphone technology. Like super slow motion video playback and 4K HDR screen. That delivers lifelike colour and definition. A camera so advanced it captures images the human eye can't see. For details and T's and C's visit SonyMobile.com forward slash AU. Merrickville 104.9 Triple M.